Hey everybody, welcome to Small Talk Japan. On this show, we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Michi, and these are my co-hosts. Natsuki. And Alex, hello. Today, we're going to talk about Japan as a high-tech mecca, or is it? Or no. is it? <laughs> Alex already answers the question. <laughs> no, Why it's not? not. Uh, I have a question. Okay. So people around the world think Japan is a high-tech mecca? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Like like what? Which part? Wait, wait. First, let's, let's go. Not okay. what, why, which part. Let's go with the why first, okay? okay. I okay. think because in the 1980s, mm-hmm. all of the televisions and VCRs and stereos, mm-hmm. like the top brands were all Sony. Sony. And then I think Panasonic was called National at that time or whatever. All of those yeah. Japanese brands. Were like the highest high end, and even in some cases today, they still are for some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, brands, and so I think that's why. And you know, well, stereos as well, like Walkman. Yeah, you know, mm. automakers, Toyota, Sony. huge. Mm. Yeah, and uh, the the innovation in the engines in Japanese cars far exceeded the pace of American cars. Mm. I mean, American cars just kind of like got bigger and stupider from like the 1980s, 70s, 80s, all the way to the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. So. But that manufacturing kind of got perfected in the 80s and early 90s in Japan. Yeah. I remember that, like getting a Walkman, you know, the old Walkman where you yeah. put cassette tape in. Yeah, the cassette tape guy. You, you used to press the eject button and it used to clack and kind of whir open mm-hmm. in yeah. a really smooth way. Yeah, I and used to was, have that one. <laughs> yeah, that mm-hmm. was so cool, mm-hmm. you know. Like, and not only that, but remember, I mean, it didn't really take off that much in America, but the Sony mini disc system? MD. Yeah, yeah. MD. Mm-hmm. MD, yeah. Like those, because they were lossless and you could fit all of your songs instead of a giant tape on a small little disc. Mm. And, you know, you could make backups of things. And the, the technology was just really good. Right. Do you remember Laserdisc? I do. <laughs> like a pizza-sized CD. <laughs> that, pizza it was sized just like, CD. That literally, in the middle of the movie, it had to flip the disc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was two systems. It either ejected the disc and asked yeah. you to get off your ass and go and flip it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Or the, the laser recording mechanism would like flip around and go to the bottom of the disc inside right, right, the box right, right. but it would still stop the movie for like a good i don't know two minutes while yeah. it flips no it's i remember those systems man yeah but it's so cool and kind of exotic as well yeah you know these foreign brands and stuff so yeah so i mean that's why we we had that kind of like image that all right so for japan like everything is really really high tech hmm. then you see all the video footage that you've ever seen of japan is always from like the scrambles in tokyo okay yeah yeah, yeah. you got these high-rise towers with all these video screens on them and neon and everything and so it just looks really really like high tech okay yeah. but then you get here and you live here <laughs> don't do it <laughs> okay go <laughs> i don't know which one of us should take this first alex me or you it's hard, isn't it? I mean, for me, the first thing was, right, I moved into my apartment. I used to live in a place called Satsuki Mansion in Kansas oh City, right? Oh, my God. Like, yeah, old school kind of building, yeah. whatever. Got in there, and like, I walked in. I'm used to having modern conveniences in my house. Yeah. And I walked in, there was a top-loading washing machine, which only does cold water washers. Uh, There's no dryer. Okay, wait, we have to stop. We have to stop. All right, for you guys at home. Hot water washing machines is just not a thing here. Yeah. It's they're almost always j- only cold water and they're a lot of them. Most of them are top loading and they don't have the actuator in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what can actually happen with these things, which is so stupid, is that your clothes might tangle up and get into a ball in the mm. inside of the washing machine. So then when it goes to the spin cycle to dry off, it'll literally shake the washing Bang, machine bang, out yeah. of its spot yeah. and like fall over in your apartment. It's like dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So High I tech to, Japan. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's the first thing that I, I noticed that shocked me. Yeah. And it's like, you know, 
I, I've been used to having like a washer dryer thing in England. Yeah. You know, this is not a new thing. Right? So what's going on? Wait, wait. So in England, is it is it a, it's a front loader? So usually a front loader, and most people have a washing machine and a dryer. Yeah, next to each other, right? Except next to each other. And I mean, back in the day, my mum never used to go for the washer dryer together because yeah. the drum's very small. And mm. so they're kind of they're kind of crap up. because you can only do one load every two hours or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they're much better now, yeah. but you know, even then, I mean, it just seems so outdated. And then I go into the kitchen. I'm like, right, where's my dishwasher? Nothing. You know what I mean? It's all hand washed. So I was like, Natsuki, your father had a dishwasher, but I was at a party at your house and like here sits a dishwasher on the counter and you guys are hand washing dishes next to it. Really? <laughs> Don't embarrass me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Like it's here's a probably yeah, very expensive dishwasher and yeah. no one's using it. I used it. I used it. Okay. But anyway, uh, the reason why he didn't use it is the first of all, he didn't know how to use it. <laughs> and second of all, he, because, uh, yeah, there were so many people, he should use it. Uh, my my point is, he didn't want to use it for little dishes. Do you uh, understand what I mean? It's like he wants to use it when... There's a lot he, of dishes. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. I think in the West, what we do is, like, we just keep putting the dishes in the dishwasher until it's kind of full, and then we just hit the button. See, mm -hmm. dishwasher, the advantage with it is that it's a place to hide your dirty dishes. Right. right? Uh, yeah. right, right you know, right, right. so you don't have to worry about them. And with, mm -hmm. like, the, the new dishwashers that we have for, like, the last 10, 15 years, you can just put anything in there. Oily yeah, pots, yeah, yeah. disgusting mm -hmm. plates, everything. And it's got the, the jets inside that just, like, wash everything off. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And the water gets super hot, so it disinfects your dishes at the same time. Right, right. Yeah. Mm. But in Japan, like, everybody just hand washes everything. And Not then just, everybody. Uh, what percentage do you think people hand wash? It's getting higher. Like, 90% of people hand wash. <laughs> more. 80. <laughs> 80. I don't know. I've never seen... The only person that I know that has a dishwasher that uses it is my Swedish friend who lives here. Right. I don't know any Japanese people who have a dishwasher. I have, uh, like, 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 my cousin has dishwasher and my friend has dishwasher. Like, so recently, the, we, the, the, the house maker, they have, like, for, uh, they're installing them. Right, right, right. Okay. right. Mm -hmm. So it's changing. It's changing. I mean, I sold my car to buy a dishwasher when I was starting my business you up and I didn't have money. No, yeah, seriously. How much was this dishwasher? It was quite expensive. It was a very good one from, <laughs> from a German company. Okay, wait, but your house is a little bit different. You have like a, like a, like a chef's stove with a gas oven, which yeah. no one has in Japan. Yeah. But, and then you guys have like just a giant island countertop where you can cook all sorts of, your wife cooks all sorts of amazing things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a difference. And your kitchen is the size of most people's apartments. Yeah, it's quite big. Yeah, I mean, you're a different situation. I mean, that's because it's in Kagoshima, right? It's yeah. cheaper to do that. But yeah, um, so mm, dishwasher, important thing to have in the kitchen which isn't here for some reason yeah i um, don't i want one but i don't have one and then if you do get them a lot of them are just like sat on the counter and since your counter space in japan is so small it yeah. takes up the whole counter and it's just like you can't cook anymore it's mm. strange a lot of the kind of white goods kind of suck though as well like toasters and stuff as well yeah you know like suihanki uh, suihanja mm -hmm. the, like rice cookers uh are really kind of high tech they're the best in the world i mean they're really good they make some Ch great rice chinese tourists come here and well not now but usually would come here and you just you watch them get on the planes afterwards or the boats and you look at what they're buying they're every one of them is buying at least two rice cookers right yeah, yeah. yeah. to amazing. take back to to their friends i mean mm -hmm. it's amazing right so it's like some things are really good and some things totally suck so i, I just don't know where this line is drawn where mm. it's like let's try with this but let's just not bother with 
you know, a toaster or yeah. those grills everyone has, the electric grill. I can't stand those things. Man. What, Why what, not? What do you mean? The, like the ones for yakiniku and stuff? So you, you've got like a little grill that you plug in and it, you can put toast in it and things like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean a toaster oven? Yeah, toaster oven type uh... thing. I just don't understand those because in Britain we've got a grill in the oven that cooks it uh... for you. It's and really... if you want to make toast, use a toaster, right? It's like the same as toaster. It's very quick. We can, you know, have toast like only like three minutes. When I do it, though, it always burns one side. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe mine's broken. I don't know. And we can also grill mochi in there. Yeah, that's toaster, true. toaster. That's we cannot right. put mochi in there. So, so you know that in the in the gas conro, the the Japanese gas stove, sometimes they have like the little drawer you pull out. You're supposed to put fish in it. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. I use that for toast. Mm. Oh, I, I use right. that toast too because mm -hmm. it's super fast. Mm. Okay, it's well, not it's sense. not what it's for, but that's what I use. But it I for. also grill fish too, so sometimes my toast smell like fish. <laughs> that's yeah. horrible. It does stink though after you put like fill, you know, fish in the. Grill yeah, the like. whole house. I mean, that's just a thing that you have. Okay, so my ex ex, like I went to her house and she was like cooking fish and I came into her house and she's like, I'm sorry, my house smells like fish. And I didn't even think about it. I just said, that's okay. A lot of Asian houses smell like this. Just, <laughs> I wasn't trying to oh be my God. I wasn't trying to be racist because my house in America smells like that, mm, right? Okay. It's just mm. it smells like the the food that you cook, right? I have an Asian mom, okay? Like that just smells like that. And so I wanted to reassure her that it was okay, but she got angry at me. She's like, What are you saying, racist? I'm like, Oh no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what are you saying, racist? Because <laughs> it's like the fish or like the soy sauce smell. I like it. Mm -mm. But like she was like apologizing for it. I was like you don't have to apologize for this not to me anyway <laughs> how about computers at home i know it's a lot of people don't seem to have a computer no one has one which is weird they don't have a place to put it uh maybe that's yeah. why and so if they do get a computer they get like uh, the laptop type you guys are giving wrong impression to the world okay okay that's not true that's not true not everyone uh, to be honest though like mm. but the it level like, i've seen people using computers at work and stuff like that i mean it's really low I mean, uh, it's like, no, I seriously, deny. I know. cannot deny. But I don't know why people don't do it at school. Maybe. Well, no, they, they, like I think you and I grew up with computers in the home. Like we, everybody from my generation, anyways, had a computer in their home. They're mm. gaming and stuff like that. In Japan, they just honestly they don't have the place to set up like a workstation in the house. And so a lot of the kids, what they do is nowadays they just give them the iPad. Yeah, yeah. Well, an iPad is an output-only device, and so the kids aren't learning how to do anything on a computer or make anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a disadvantage. And that's why, I'm sorry to have to say this, but software in Japan, every Japanese company that yeah. ever tries to make software does a shit job of it. Yeah. It's the worst in the world. Like, compared to their hardware, the software, like, if they had crap hardware and crap software like a lot of Chinese companies do, okay, I get it. It makes sense. You know, you're kind of low level, right? But if they're like making this level of hardware, but this level of software, it's like, why? Yeah, I mean, the software does suck. It's, I mean, it's so really, bad. really bad. And like the hardware is great, as you said, you know what I mean? There's all these small companies that make the parts. Yeah. And they do, you know, their best at making that one part. Yeah. So the quality is really high. They all get put together by bigger companies. You know what I mean? And the design's really nice as well, usually. But when it comes to the creative side and the problem solving side, it's that, that it is. It's like it's having the ability to look at a problem and create a creative solution for it. They're not great at. Yeah. So or, it falls or apart. Maybe they, there are people that can do that, but the people on the top just like 
you know, say no, 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 no. So yeah. like if you, for example, like just look at pizza, uh, you could order pizza online in America 20 years ago from 20 yeah. years ago. Okay. Mm. In fact, in one of my favorite MMORPGs, there was a slash pizza command that if you just typed slash pizza in the video game, this is 20 years ago, guys, mm. that it would order a pizza to your house. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. In Japan, we just recently got Domino's like, I don't know, like five, four or five years ago. And like, it's literally the Silicon Valley produced like web portal from America just pushed onto the Japanese website. So a lot of the information and graphics are in English. Yeah. Right. right, right. And, yeah. That, and mm. Domino's has the best online ordering experience in Japan because it's just basically the American version ported to Japan. Mm. Yeah. And it sucks because, you know, if you look at the 80s in the 70s and the 80s, all the great video game classics came from Japan. Mm. Yeah, that's true. We yeah. had coders here. Mm. What happened? Yeah, I mean, they're still there. I mean, people do, they still make a lot of good video games and stuff now. But I think the problem is, you know, that when it comes into a business setting, uh, you know, everything's got to go through decision by, you know, by a board or something like that or a group. Designed by committee. Designed by committee. So that's where it all falls apart, you know, because mm. you can't have one crazy person trying something out. Mm. You know, it all mm. just drops apart like that. I mean, Google do something where you, like they do projects where somebody starts doing something and if other people are interested they just join in right 15% time right yeah so they get they they have their main job and then 15% of their time needs to be spent on on doing some different I mean this is changing now but yeah Gmail was birthed from that all these things these new Google products were, were birthed right. from that right so it's like so, they don't have the freedom to do yeah. that you know you're not yeah. going to create anything new yeah, so. I, I try to think about the, the things that I'm using now yeah. it's like Microsoft Apple Amazon you know I didn't really think about it, but everything is not made in Japan. That's true. <laughs> so, I mean, like, the, if you look at Amazon and Rakuten, Rakuten's a Japanese product. Amazon's the the, the Silicon Valley product. I'm sorry, Rakuten sucks. Yeah, it's, it's a mess. Why? Like, Why? it's 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 like the wild wild west of the 1990s internet with all these graphics and links and everything. It's so busy, and like they have products that are listed there that are sold out. So you go to it and you're like, oh, I'm going to buy this. And it just says sold out. You're like, why did I scroll for 15 minutes down all of this explanation of this product mm -hmm. to get to the part that says sold out? The design of Rack 10 is garbage. Yeah. It's absolute garbage. And that's why you look at Amazon compared to it on the side. It's so clean. Oh, I see. It's so easy to use Amazon. Uh, yeah. Maybe Rack 10 is for only Japan, right? And but they're trying to become more global, but it's not working because... Mm. I, okay. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Rakuten yeah. is maybe good for Japanese people because we can, you know, you know, get used to those like clouded um, advertisements. Do you understand what I mean? But more and more people are jumping to Amazon. Right, right. That's true. And uh, they have good deal with points. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, well, you get points at Amazon too. But the thing about uh, uh, Amazon is that you order something, it's there the next day or the next day, like w one or two days shipping. Rack 10 is everybody's a market seller. So mm. there's no like, per, there's no like fulfilled by Rack 10. Oh. Mm. So they don't have warehouses, their own fulfillment centers or anything like that. They're just a middleman like eBay. Right, yeah. right. And mm -hmm. so that's why the quality over here is crap compared to Amazon. Amazon also has those third party sellers, but they also have Amazon warehouses that ship things to you really, really quickly. Mm. And the customer service at Amazon can't be beat. Mm. I mean, like they, I told you this before, I, they shipped me two coffee, ma coffee makers on accident. And I called them up and I was like, hey, you guys shipped me two coffee makers. And they're like, keep it we don't care <laughs> <laughs> they're like sorry Lucky. for the mistake <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know it's it's their customer service is top notch mm. yeah right, but right. i mean how about like um banking for example oh god you know mm. this is the the main thing so atm like 
in, in Britain, 24-hour ATMs, totally obvious. Everybody would expect that. Why but does an ATM close? That's what I don't understand Guys, either. Guys, the ATMs, they cl- not everywhere, but a lot of them close at like 10 o'clock or sometimes if you're in the, if you're in the countryside, seven. they close at 7. Yeah. Or when I was there, 5. 5? I got off work at 5 p.m. and the, a- the ATM was closing at 5 p.m. Is there a dude inside it? Like, That's what... They're, they're, it's a countryside of Japan. But, yeah. you know, why do they close, though? What's the point? Yeah. Because they... People have to go home. <laughs> is there a little man inside? I know, I is know. he like counting out? To... <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is, this, the cash society here is so crap, man. Like you don't, you have to use cash everywhere. Man, it's changing though. So, a little bit. You know, things like Suica is quite common now. ID, you yeah. know, the payment systems. Uh, quick uh, pay. Quick pay. Pay. Line pay as well. Line pay. Actually, so, it's too much now. Hmm. That's true. There are too many. They now. went from having nothing to having like chaos. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm. I mean, there's even pay don if you want to use the local banks. Uh, for <laughs> Right, I'm not right. going to say anything. Oh, okay. Let's just be quiet about, about the banks that funds my 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 business. But yeah. What but about countryside of UK? So like even countryside of UK ATM. So the thing is, hours? in England, we don't have local banks like you do. Yeah. All the banks are national. Oh, I see. Oh. So why would you have a local bank? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, you know? I see. There, I see. there are some benefits to a local bank, but I think that having the big backing of a national bank outweighs the. Maybe I'm wrong about this. There were some financial crises that happened in my country, so I can't really. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, um, for for the consumers side of things, you know, having a, a national bank where the ATMs, no matter where you go, are there for free to use. Mm. Well, I mean, in, in Britain, I came to Japan what 2005. Mm. Yeah. So I, I had my first job in 2000 odd when I graduated from university, and I was using internet banking from about 1997, I think. Mm. Yeah. So I was using it from when I was a, a sophomore in high school. So it's about 1997 ish. Yeah. Yeah, so. so I've been using I've been using my debit card at, at you know at convenience stores to pay for everything. And here's a concept that'll blow you guys' mind. You go to a supermarket, you go to a a, a a convenience store, you pay with your debit, and then you press a button to get a hundred dollars cash back. Mm. So they give you cash back. So you don't even have to go to an ATM. Mm. Yeah, we used to do that as well. Isn't cash that back. great? Yeah, it's really useful. Yeah. I mean, even now we don't do it. I mean, when I went back to England, like on a business trip in to 2018 2019 i can't remember when it was exactly i was in the pub and i had cash with me because i'd brought a bit of cash so i was like i'll buy a beer with cash and the guy goes oh my god he's brought cash (laughs) complaining to the people around him and all the people stood around me going like oh god not somebody else with money i think in europe you guys started at first the the tap to pay yeah tap to pay with the chip in it oh man that's that's amazing i mean now we have just like you know the the cell phone stuff but back then just tap done yeah so uh, Japan's getting there, though. It's starting to move with the kind of cashless transition, right, but right. it's still and, a long way off. And also, know. we are living in the countryside. No, of no, Japan. you go to Tokyo, it's the same shit. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. But, 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 but Tokyo, people who work in Tokyo and they got the move to Kagoshima and then they're surprised they cannot get cash after like 7 p.m. Oh, well, mean, no, 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 because like if you switch to a national bank and use like the 7 Eleven ATMs, they're open mm. 24 hours a day. So you can do it in the whole country. I'm just saying that the like, the idea of the local bank, first of all, and then the idea that an ATM closes is just a foreign concept to, I think, most people around the world. Well, what? this is kind of like one of the negative sides of business in Japan is that a lot of it is done for their own interests. Yeah. Right? So it's not putting the customer first. Mm. So they say, okay, so the customer is God, God. or whatever. Yeah. Mm. But actually, if you dig into it a little bit, a lot of it is the, you know, for the convenience of the company that's doing it for you. Well, if the ATM closes uh, every night, then they can do like the, the calculations on the back end and everything and, yeah. and, and show up their books. They're probably, and this is the next thing I want to talk about, doing it by paper. Yeah. 
oh my God, you walk into any business in Japan and you'll be surprised at how much paper they're using. And you're like, why? Like the very first thing that you do whenever you get involved in any business interaction in Japan, not all businesses, but a lot of them, is they'll just say, fill out this form on paper. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, what the hell do you get paid for? You fill it out here. You do it. Like, just ask me questions and I'll verbally answer them or like take my ID and do it yeah. for me. Like, what? Yeah. why am I filling this out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I got a business loan at the local bank here, I had to write my full name, the full name and address of my company, which by the way, where we live, the kanji for the, the prefix in the city is not easy. And I had to write that on 55 pages. Mm. Yeah. And I was just like, can I have my Japanese assistant do this for me? And I'll just sign it at the end. They're like, no, you have to write it all. And I was like... Oh why yeah yeah but like i couldn't see steve jobs doing this right steve jobs would be like (laughs) just like here i signed i'm done you know what i mean so i mean a lot of that's like just ridiculous because when you fill something out on paper somebody else has got to take that paper and put it into a computer computer. i just put it in myself with the computer can i do that i love to type it's just Mm. doubling the workload um yeah and there's also a lot with you know foreign people registering things like bank accounts there aren't enough boxes to put your name in <laughs> we talked about this before you know what i mean or it's got to be zenkaku so the full size mm. lettering so you can't fit it in when you try and create an account for something you know dude uh even even some of the like the for example amazon i, I recently sent a friend in tokyo uh, a gift and so i put their address into amazon as an address you know because the addresses in japan especially if you're if you're the name of your building is some <laughs> crazy stupid western name that's been translated into a super long phrase of, of katakana like i put his address in there and i just like sent i went hit send it's like this is an invalid address right <laughs> it's like your address cannot be this long i'm like what do i do so you, I, yeah. you don't have to write a name you just put the address and the so room number that, that's what i did but mm-hmm. like you know it's nice to have the full address on there it's yeah. just it's just funny yeah mm-hmm. now let's let's get to like the reason why i've been talking about this because there is a, a news article out by japan times or japan today sorry but it's out there by a lot of different outlets at this point the Shinkansen here in Japan is finally going to be removing the green pay phones from inside the train. Guys at home, comment <laughs> below. When was the last time you actually put coins into a pay phone to use it to, to, to talk to somebody before? I mean, like, in fact, some of you millennials out there, have you ever used a pay phone to call someone before? Yeah. I can't remember. It must have been, you know, at university, maybe. Yeah, I see some old people using pay phone in blood train. Yeah, and then once my dad, uh, the green pay phone in the bread train saved my dad. <laughs> when was this? Uh, I mean, like two years ago, we went to Fukuoka with the family, but he, you know, went to toilet last minute. He got uh, he the, went to the toilet, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so he missed the train that we're supposed to in. Do you understand what I mean? Wait, wait, he didn't ride the train. He didn't ride the okay, train. Okay. So I hold his back, but he was at the station. Okay. So he came after us but uh, well, he couldn't he didn't have you know pay for i mean cell, cell phone, phone with him so he got a um blood train yeah. after and so, like okay i can understand that in some mm-hmm. use cases when you're you know your father missed a train he takes a second train and you have his phone and he calls his phone i can understand this even then all you need to do, hey, train conductor guy, can I borrow your cell phone for a second? Yeah. Right. Aww. Like, because this is such a rare situation. Right, 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 right. That, mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever used an... I don't even know what my own phone number is. I'll be honest with you guys. No, right. I, I, that's I, true. I don't know what my phone number is. I don't know what your guys' phone numbers are. So if I didn't have my phone with me... Well, it's like, you know, 
it, it's just weird how you've built this super high speed rail network, yeah. which is you know known all over the world. Yeah, the for its efficiency. Yeah. I mean, it's super efficient. And it comes on time. When you, you ride know. on it, it's like riding on air. It's yeah, amazing. Mm. I mean, the engineering's phenomenal. Yeah. But at the same time, you've got some dumb payphone machine from like the eighties, green plastic. It's thing. like what, what? You know what I mean? It's like it is. It is. It's like the juxtaposition, the 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 gap between the two. Yeah. Right? Mm. And so, okay, let's let's talk about something else. So you know, the toilets here, worldwide, famous around the world. Toilets are like these amazingly high tech marvels that like clean your butt for you. <laughs> they, they, they get warm. Some of them have massage functions. Some of them have self cleaning functions. Some of them have, what is it? Ohime, oto, otohime? Hime, um, otohime. Otohime. It's like they mm. plays music in the background while you're pooping and peeing. So nobody can hear you. Amazing. Or that's a hole in the ground that leads to hell. Who knows? I mean, it's like, and it smells terrible and you have to squat to, to poo. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Otohime, the noise. They've got it in male toilets as well now at the oh, airport really? for some reason. Mm. Yeah. So whenever that comes on, I always think, oh God, somebody else around me is going to think I'm like embarrassed about going to the toilets. I'll make even more noise. <laughs> I'm going like, ah, like this, you know, to counter the noise that's being made by the artificial toilet sound. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not that. You know, you're, worried about. You're weird. <laughs> yeah. You have so, to outmanly the, the, out, the, out princess, the, the princess, princess sound. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Because is incredibly loud as well. Uh, you know, the water noise that it makes. It has whatever. several versions of it, right? Like one's like running water. One's like rain. Yeah. One's like an actual song. I mean, they have various I, noises. I, I, song. I hear birds singing. Like, uh, one's beep, birds. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One's birds. <laughs> so I'm there going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. But oh the toilets, man, it's just like they're popular in England now. It's all people buy uh, them yeah. and what, get them installed the, the house. The Toto yeah. toilets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something that's interesting but it's like innovation in a weird place uh, right? by the way Otohime is only for public you know toilet right no 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 do we have inside the house I, I used to live in a mansion that uh, an apartment that had it in the really, in really? The toilet. yeah it was just a feature of the toilet really yeah, oh, yeah okay yeah. okay because mm. it's just like you know I don't know girls are afraid to have people hear them pooping or something <laughs> I mean it's a clever idea I'm not gonna yeah, lie yeah, it's, yeah. A clev it's a clever idea so so we have this like gap in innovation for so many different things. We've talked about this on the show before. Like P companies will refuse to use PDF and email, but they're like, oh, just yeah. fax it to me, sweetie. And you're like, yeah, how? Well, like, where, <laughs> where do I get a fax machine from? So once I had to change the um, uh, name service, you know, like DNS for um, a company it, website. It's, it's a complicated thing, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I had to change the name of the website, basically. Okay. So the internet company who were dealing with it, Said, oh yeah, we can do that for. Phone them up because I couldn't find the information on the website. Yeah. There was no, you know, management console, and they were like, yeah, uh, can you fax us this form? And I was like, what? Seriously, you want me to fax an internet company to change something <laughs> on the internet, which 20 years ago I could have done on my own computer at mm. home in England? Do you know what I mean? It's just that level of like. You know, in, inability to change or yeah. unwillingness to change. I don't get it. And a it. lot of it is just like ass covering. For example, like the paper thing. They want the paper form so they can hold it up later. I'm like, oh, but you wrote on this form. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't trust it's something that's just digital. They're like, oh, that didn't happen because it was just, just digital. You know, they don't yeah. have the paper backup. Anyway, um, you know, there's other things here like the, the, the vending machines in Japan, worldwide famous for being amazing. But here's the problem with the vending machines in Japan. It's like, 
they'll you walk up to them. Some of them will greet you with an anime voice and sing you a little song or whatever. They have like a t- television on them and you know dancing lights and everything. Then you can only pay by cash. Yeah, if you live in Tokyo, it doesn't happen. Now you can use Suica and so, and you can use some like payment options, but that's only the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Coke have got an app now where you can buy. Yeah, with Bluetooth, that's mm-hmm. quite cool. Which is cool. Yeah, I mean they're starting to innovate, but like we started seeing this stuff like five, ten years ago in North America at least, and then the rollout of it here has just been painfully slow. There are still McDonald's that you can go to in Japan that will not accept any form of electronic payment. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. They're like, we're only cash. You're like, what? Seriously? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I have never paid with cash at McDonald's since I was like, I don't know, like 16 or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Not once. Wow. So 20 years ago, all the vending machine in America, I mean, I don't, I don't know all. The, the vending machine I saw in America was only accept the coins on bill. It changed. You now. were in America when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. So yeah, things changed. Yeah, so actually, there's not even vending machines anymore. There's uh, really vending no vending machines yeah. anymore. I mean, no, in school, it doesn't make sense to have a not. In, uh, they may, might have them in school, but it doesn't really make sense to do vending machines in America because Japan, you have a lot of people in a small area that mm. go in front of these vending machines, mm-hmm. so it makes economical sense. But in in America, everybody drives. Most people drive, so you have those kind of products and stuff like that at the gas station. Oh, I see. So mm. it's a different situation. Oh, okay. there are a lot of vending machines in the middle of nowhere in Japan, though, as well, which is great because yeah. they light up the the countryside. Yeah, mm. and you're like, why? is that here it's a attract all the bugs at night who uses it you know <laughs> the, the bugs they hang out there who fills it up <laughs> the yeah. coca-cola guy yeah the coke guy i don't know yeah. and um, then like getting back to the software thing like you know a lot of we i have a school right and I have a lot of little kids and we teach them how to do some things on the computer as a, a communication a form of communication but they just don't know how a computer works. They, it's like a yeah. and there's no like child prodigies that are like coders in Japan, really. I think there's like a linguistic barrier as well, though, right? Coding mm-hmm. is mostly in English. You know, as well. it's mostly in English, and Japanese is not a good language to input by a keyboard. No, you know, it's, it's terrible. You've got to do like henkan button, and you've got yeah. like twenty kanji listed up. You've got to go through. But you know, if you get on like Nico Nico Doga, you know those guys—they're so fast at typing. Yeah, yeah those yeah. they're but those guys are like Nico Nico Otaku, right? Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah, it just depends on the people. But the thing is, you were talking about this before, uh, Alex, because you built your own PC a mm-hmm. couple months back that pissed your wife off. Yeah. But um, sorry. <laughs> but uh, but you got you got into the right timing. It was before yeah. the the global chip shortage. Told you. So yeah. good good on you. But uh, but yeah, you were talking about that. There's there's a culture of PC builders here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some... And they're fanatical about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a small segment of the population. Yeah, I mean, there's this small group of like super otaku yeah. who are really good at what they do. You know, but they just don't take it into the business sphere so much. It's always it's always hobbyfied. Yeah. You know, it's a hobby. Um, and those people really need to do that at a company. You know, and also be given the freedom to try things out. Yeah. So the kind of corporate system in Japan is stopping innovation, uh, which is you know a bit sad. And I think now you're getting more startups and things like that. Of course, like a big startup hub, uh, Tokyo as well. Because the federal government is trying to make little Silicon Valleys throughout the country, and so yeah, that's yeah. good. It's good. Maybe things will change, but but the user need needs to be there as well, right? So yeah. Japan's problem is like, for example, when they're thinking about marketing, they're talking about like doing okiyakusan chosa, so they ask people what they want, right? Mm. And then they get lots of data, and then they make something that people will want. <laughs> like a, like a, like an average of everything, like yeah, an average yeah. of everything. But it doesn't work like that. I yeah. mean, Steve Jobs was saying when he was developing the iPhone, if you did like um, interviews about what people wanted, they wouldn't say this, you know? So you've got to come up with a, pr- a concept, 
and then maybe afterwards when you're tweaking it you can do those kind of yeah, yeah. market Come research concept, test it yeah i think what a lot of japanese companies want to do is it, it goes back to like the samurai sword making culture where it's like they want to perfect the thing before they release it to the, the public yeah. which is the worst way to to innovate what you want to do is you want to come up with the mvp the the minimum viable product or yeah. something that the 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 smallest product that you can put the most the least amount of effort that you can put in to make like a the proof proof of concept mm -hmm. and then immediately user test it yeah and you get feedback innovate going back and forth if you look at the iphone today versus the iphone that came out in 19 or in 2000 what was it 12 or something like that mm -hmm. whenever it first came out it's a complete it's, it looks similar but it's a different beast yeah yeah mm. yeah you know I, I think the original iphone didn't even have an app store associated with it mm. because they were thinking oh we'll just do all web apps but then they're like well here's a billion dollar idea let's make an app store that yeah. came out mm. after you know mm. That kind of stuff just doesn't really happen in Japan so much. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's changing, and it's changing in a good way, but it takes time. So, I mean, the company I work at, we got in like iPads and went totally paperless three yeah. years ago. Mm. So that was a huge hurdle for me to get across. To you get pushed that through. 150 people. Yeah. With, it's very layer around here. Yeah. Mm. And every, all meetings are paperless now. Yeah. Everything's done on the iPad. Um, also got Dropbox put in there, so all Dude. the files are on the cloud. Having yeah. to train my Japanese staff on how to use a computer and everything is just like, it's you got to pull your hair out. They're like, what is the cloud? I'm like, you're in your 20s. You should know what a cloud is. Yeah. Just, you know. And then like another thing that w was a struggle for me with my business was I tried to push through cashless payment systems from the very beginning, mm -hmm. like you know, 11 years ago. Yeah, yeah. That was a mountain that took a long time to climb. And then I had a staff, actually, a Japanese staff who's no longer with us, but we were talking about, all right, what's the best situation scenario for the customers, blah, blah, blah. And she said, the cash. best thing that you can do for your customers is make the whole thing cash. Mm. And I looked at her, I'm like, you're insane. Like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Like, why would we do that? Just Bring in it... cash in envelopes every month for payments? Yeah. Could you imagine if like Dropbox or like, you know, any other, like Netflix was like, please bring your envelope yeah. of money to this location every month. Well, I just set up like Stripe with, um, you know, subscription-based payment with everything. Yeah. And it's just super easy. It takes two minutes to do. Everything you don't is, have to think about it. Everything's you know? going subscription-based anyways. Yeah. Right? But, you know, I so, mean, looking, looking at okay, streaming services, for example, a lot of Japanese people still watch broadcast TV. It's a huge market compared to other countries. Mm. And like they get, you know, Netflix is making inroads. Amazon Prime is making inroads. So you're seeing these companies who are doing their streaming services. But the reason why they're not taking off as much as they took off in the West is because people don't have Internet at home. Yeah. You just recently got Internet. Excuse me. Who, <laughs> who are you? You recently got Internet. <laughs> no, I have my internet from the from the first day. I mean, I, I mean, real internet. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> not, not, not. What is it called? Uh, I forgot what it's called. The the cell phone tower, SoftBank thing. Yeah. What's that called? ASDL. No, 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 no. She had. It's like it's like a little. It's like basically a little Wi-Fi, like so like portable Wi-Fi spot, but it's not portable. SoftBank, yeah. Ah, I don't know. It's like a square thing. And then you don't have to contract anything. Oh, just, right. Just okay. putting... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, it'll come to me later. But it's 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 a technology that was innovated by um, an American startup, I don't know, like 15 years ago. It stands for like wide... It's not wide area network or like wide wide something like that. I forgot what it's called. But anyway, it's like... Because that was easy. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of Japanese people have that. But basically all it is is a little cell... It's, it's a box, but inside there's a little cell phone SIM card right. that just basically relays the 4G to your Wi-Fi network. Plus it's LTE, right? So it's LTE. So it's like... And it's data caps. Mm. It 
throttles. Right. It's everything that ever happens to yourself and that you hate. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're trying to like stream 4K Netflix on that, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a fiber optic, you know, uh, connection. What we can get really easily here in Japan is only 3,000 yen a month. Yeah. But a lot of people opt out of, you know, getting cable, uh, not cable, uh, fiber. And then people who live in like, like more metropolitan areas like Tokyo and stuff like that, they have like building internet, which is shared amongst everybody. So peak hours, it gets crap. Yeah. Yeah. But they figure like we already have it. So we don't pay, we don't want to pay for it. So it's hard to stream on that. But the fiber backbone's very, very fast, right? Yeah. 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 Fiber, Everything, especially yeah. inside the country is amazingly fast, yeah. lightning fast. Mm. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, man. But why, why did you get rid of your SoftBank internet? Because, like you said, like like main time, I got uh, my my internet streaming service get lower. Yeah, and I got irritated with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like the fibers, it's so cheap, right? Yeah. It's like three thousand yen or something like that. You yeah. get your own dedicated fiber line comes in from outside. Uh, it's actually not three thousand yen. I pay more. More. Maybe because you live in a house. Oh, that's, that's is a yeah, yeah. Line. I think uh, if you have like mansion, like fiber type, it's like it starts at three thousand yen, okay. and it's really fast. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. And that's the thing is like the speeds uh, c compared to North America, the, the two year home speeds in Japan are incredibly faster than America. Mm. Yeah. How's how, how's England? Um, I think Japan's faster. Yeah. yeah. So we've got quite a good fiber system in the uk but it's nowhere near as advanced as over here if i mean south korea and japan were like the the main yeah. you know hubs for really fast internet which is crazy well it's it makes sense because right. they're small and they have all their customers in a, a small little area yeah. so it's really easy to implement like cell phone coverage and like internet coverage mm. but yeah but it's just crazy how some things are so good and some things suck so bad yeah that, that's what's annoying about it if it was all crap it'd be easy to just let it go yeah but it's just like why are you still using faxes when you've got super fast internet yeah mm. you know uh, and everything can just be done online with cashless payment. I hate to say anything good about the, the current situation that we're in, but because of the current situation, a lot of things and services have been pushed online, yeah, yeah. which has actually been good for Japan. It's forced innovation in a lot of ways. So many things have gone online now, which I, I love. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the company I'm working for yeah. changed uh, fax to internet fax from the next month. What's the difference? Uh, fax, I mean... My, our some of our customers still want to use fax, right? Yeah. But if they send fax, we have to be there, right? Internet oh. fax, we can get through the internet. Oh, so, so it comes as a PDF, it, right? yeah. So it's a PDF to, yeah, yeah. That that that's better. Mm -hmm. But that's a that's typical better. kind of stopgap measure that is a solution in Japan, right? So instead of just saying let's use email from now on, which would be easiest, yeah, they come up with some dumb invention like that. Well, a lot of it too is like respect the respect of the elderly. So like you know they like okay. So here's an example. I I made a reservation for a restaurant in an app called a Hot Pepper, and I made it like like half an hour before I showed up to this restaurant, and I made the reservation and I walk in with my friend and we go hi I have a reservation it's Mitch and they go you don't have a reservation. And my friend jokingly said, did they check the fax machine? Maybe it just, it's coming. And then right as he says that, their freaking fax machine starts going. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Really? And our reservation as a piece of paper starts coming out of this fax machine. No. I'm not how, even kidding. How, how long years ago? Like six months ago. And the dude takes the paper out of the fax machine and goes, oh, okay, right this way. And sits down. So even though, like, like you were saying, Alex, the, our side was really high tech in this app. That's really actually a good app. Uh, mm -hmm. Hot Pepper's app is really, really good. Almost the same company as your your parent company. So let's say good things. But like, the app is really good. But the the end to end is like on this side with the with the shop that we were working with. They don't understand the internet or like email or anything. So 
they're like, please send us a fax. So they had to process all of that and then send them a fax. To get people to use technology, though, you've got to have change. So you've got to, like, in Japan, they don't want to, like, meiwa kakitaku no endesyo. So they don't want to, like, cause inconvenience for anybody. Mm-mm. But at the end of the day, a minor amount of inconvenience can lead to a massive gain, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, smartphones, for example, nobody knew how to use it to start with, but it's fairly intuitive. You know, you just start doing it, work it out. I mean, don't, we don't even, we'll do a whole different show about Gatake at some other time. But like there, the, what happened is Galapagos Keitai, which is cell phone. So they developed their own cell phones in Japan that just kind of went off on this tangent that didn't match up with anything else in the whole world. And they got super weird. We'll talk about that on another show. But yeah, I mean, stuff like that does happen here. Mm. Anyway, guys, we need to shut down this show, but let's answer the question that we started with is japan a high speed uh, high tech mecca used to be used to be. <laughs> used to be used to be is one answer i'll say it could be again mm. because softbank own you know arm yeah like arm processor, processing yeah production company they also own boston dynamics which is the creepy robots that so d- they make robots dance, too they dance the music on so YouTube japan videos. could come back anytime but it's just, you know, how creative can you get? The robotic sector in Japan is actually top of the world. And so yeah. um, they going into like the space race going forward, robotics will be really important. So I could see Japan because of their location, because we can launch rockets from Japan, unlike other countries. Um, I think that Japan has an advantage going forward with space. Listen to me, Japan. You have an advantage when it comes to space. <laughs> Don't let the rest of the world win. Yeah. Do your best. Tanegashima, well, Kagoshima as yeah, well, too. Yeah rocket launch areas yeah in safe in a safe country with lots of engineers come on guys we believe in you all right uh i guess that i would answer the question like i believe same thing that you guys said yes it used to be and it could be again so do your best man all right that's been our show today today guys if you guys have a comment for us leave us a comment below if you like this topic just hit that like button and please subscribe 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 we 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 really do do this like i mean every week we review like our likes and comments and and our subscriptions so please subscribe if you haven't like us and and share us with a friend thank you guys so much we'll see you guys next week Bye. bye thanks for listening to this week's episode of small talk japan small talk japan is recorded at story studios in kagoshima this podcast stars michi natsuki and alex and is produced by me josh and is executive produced by Michi. If you like the show, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review and let us know what you think. Thank you again, and until next week, bye!